Hello, everybody. Welcome to Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast, where a couple average dudes take a Bible verse and we talk about it and tell you how to practically live that out. Uh, my name is Aaron, and I'm here with Kevin. Uh, Kevin? Hey, guys. How's it going? All right. So today we're going to be reading out of 1 Corinthians. We're going to be in Chapter 9. I'm going to be reading verse 24 through 27. So again, 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Uh, before we get started, we give you some time to go ahead and flip there, uh, whether you're using a good old-fashioned paper Bible like we like to, or an app, whatever it may be. Uh, Kevin, how was your day? Oh man, my day was was super good. So um, my girlfriend, she's a part of a kickboxing gym, and so I got her a cup today. So she's seen my cup. I have a shaker a protein shaker cup that says lift and destroy and she seen one she seen mine when i posted pictures of it because i am a picture posting fool guys i'm sorry i am uh but she's like where's mine i told her i didn't get you one um so i found one on amazon that says hit like a girl a purple one so i'm really excited uh i tried to surprise her with it but i don't know if anybody else is like me i do not do surprises even when i'm trying to do the surprise so I said, I got you a cup. It says hit like a girl. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so she knows about it. I get to give it to her tomorrow. Uh, I had a really good back workout. I just got back. Um, if you guys hear me chipper in my voice, it's because I feel like this every time I get done working out. I feel super great. And uh, I got some good news um, from the VA and got some, and I've got some leads on a job. So still working that. Uh, really did not want to be this job, this long jobless, but still working some leads. So I feel good about it. And uh, I get to see a very good friend of mine I haven't seen since 2014, 2012, 14, since 2014, my friend Bobby. Um, I get to see him this weekend. So everything is good here. All praise and glory be to God. He's been, you know, just lighting up my life. Uh, despite the darkness in the world right now, he's been lighting up my life personally, and i got to thank him for that. Well, sounds what? awesome, man. Always good to see good friends. What about you, Aaron? How was your day? Well, my day, my day was pretty busy. We were six people short at work, uh, so it was a, a busy day. It was nice, though. We still ended up getting our goal done a little later than normal, but uh, it was done. We were out of there on time. Um, so that that was that was about it, man. Uh, just trying to keep things together. A little stressed out over uh, bills and things going on in my life. Um, but I know that God's going to work it out. I'm just trying to remain positive and faithful to him and ignore the crazy voices in my head. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's really hard for us. Like, you know, like as people have a lot of, uh, can give things to God very easily. Like, oh, I'll give my relationship problems to God. I'll give my, like, there's a lot of problems that are easy. Finances is always a hard one, isn't it? Where we look at things and we look at it through a worldly perspective and we just say, how? How am I going to do this? But I think that you have the right mindset, man. Even though it's hard, you just, you know, and I wouldn't even say ignore those crazy thoughts. Fight those crazy thoughts. Combat them with Scripture because you know God's got you and you know God's going to take care of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Other than that, man, things have been going great. Uh, Been trying to do a more focused effort with – my girlfriend, I'm spending a little more time with her, be a little more affectionate. 
I'm not the most affectionate person in the world. Uh, and it's something that's very important to her. So I've made a conscious decision to to be better at that because uh, obviously she's my girlfriend and I care about her. Um, and when we care about people, we do things to make them happy. So. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a it's a very good uh, point. So we we got sometimes we have to change the way we're acting if we truly care about people. That's cool, man. I'm glad to see you see you making that effort. I know that's not always easy. You guys got to bear with me. I have allergies about to sneeze. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, already am, but I appreciate the extra one. Uh, yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, so you about ready to start reading? I'll go ahead and pray a sin if you're ready. Yeah, just pray it in, man. I'll, I'll go ahead and start reading. All right. Uh, add it to your prayer, guys. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to get in your word. God, we're so excited to get in this and maybe glean a little bit of something that we didn't have before. God, we just ask that as we read, as Aaron reads out loud, that you would use your mouth to speak, not Aaron's. And as we go through and we try to offer what little insight we may have, that you don't make it our insight, but your insight, God. We ask that you allow this podcast to touch somebody today, to change somebody's life, because we're speaking your word, God, and we know that that is possible. We ask that as we go through this podcast, you continue to guide it, and that you allow it to be a small light in this dark world, God. We just, we'd also ask that here specifically in the United States that you would help, you'd help our leaders to determine the right course of action so that everybody feels equal and everybody feels loved because we know that's what you want, God. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so again, we're in 1 Corinthians. We're going to be in chapter 9. I'm going to read verses 24 through 27. <clears throat> Paul says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. But I discipline my body, and I keep it under control, at least after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. So this is, this is uh, so Kevin shared one of his favorite passages with us, and I, this is one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Uh, for, for many reasons, there's just so much in these verses. And kind of what I want to highlight uh, from, from my perspective on this that I look at is is teamwork. So I told Kevin this, and he was kind of like, teamwork from this, huh? But I want you guys to think. So I, I like to watch, uh, like, track, college track, professional. There's a Diamond League track, and I really enjoy watching track meets in any athletics. But when I think about, because he talks about runners in a race, and I, and I watch these athletes, a lot of times in the Diamond League, uh, they're – they're different countries in college. Like you see, you'll see a race with three or four people from one university, and they're all running to win. There's no doubt that every single person on that track is running to win. But it's what happened before that meet in, in those hard practices where he talks about not running aimlessly, but he keeps his body under subjection. Those are teammates. They're on the same team. They train together. They work together. They eat together. They go to school together. And they're all there to build one another up. They all offer advice. They all offer encouragement to one another. They train as a team. 
Well, when the race comes, it's race time, and I'm running to win. There's no doubt about that. But I still have concern for my teammates. I still have a desire for for them to do the best possible race they can run. They can run also. So that's how I get teamwork from this. I, I think about the same thing in in any sport. You know, you have competing athletes for maybe the same starting spot on a team. But at the end of the day, at practice, when they're living it out day to day. They're helping each other. They're encouraging one another. They're in the locker room talking about plays. They're helping each other with nutrition. They're working out together. And that's kind of what I want to bring to the table is is we're all on the same team. We're running the race, and we're running it to win. But we need to be there encouraging, supporting, helping one another, knowing that it's a team effort. We're in this together. We're a family. And we want a course to win. Like Paul's saying, we need to run in a way that we can win. But think about it in that aspect of we're all in it together. We still need to help encourage, support, help your brothers and sisters train, help them study the scriptures, help them overcome negative thoughts, because then as a team, we're going to do better. Imagine how it feels being a coach. I watched a track meet, and I believe it was Texas A&M, finished first, second, and third in like the 200-meter hurdles or something. It's just imagine what that coach felt like when his team, he had three three athletes in the race and they finished first, second, and third. You know, we, we want to do the best possible that we can for ourselves, but also knowing that we're in this together. So that's how I got teamwork out of that. Yeah, that's interesting. So I like that, that's a perspective I haven't heard before. I like it, though. So I played team sports in high school, not my senior year, but my freshman, sophomore, junior year. And it makes sense to me because I can't hide knowledge and I can't hide information from my teammates because there's a chance that I won't be the starter, right? So while I'm competing against them, I give them everything that I have, both knowledge-wise and effort-wise. And then that way, maybe if I don't get to play in that game, we can still win and I still share in that victory. So I like that a lot, that we should still share in each other's victories. So while we're... While we are competing and we do want to win the race, we are not trying to put anybody else down to win the race. So as Christians, I think a lot of times we like to um, we like to nitpick others. That's not what we want to do. We want to build others up and try to help them so that they can run their best race, even though we're competing. Because even if we don't win a particular race in something, we can still share in others' victories. Amen. And that's, yeah. And, and that's what I... You know, one of my favorite aspects of this verse, I, I love that the scriptures can give us so much when we when we sit down and, and meditate on it. And, and that's where I got with this verse, because I, I used to look at this in, in, the, in that way of only one's going to receive the prize, so I need to run in this way. But we know when we put it in context of what Paul is talking about, when we read all of Paul's writings together. And how he's very strong on unity. And he's talking about keeping his body in subjection. At least when he preaches to others, he'd be disqualified. <clears throat> we also need to, to realize that sometimes we, we, we're the idiots. I don't know how many times I'll tell, man, I'm, you know, I'm super into some CrossFit, man. And I'm like, this is what we need to do. I'm all about proper nutrition and a zone diet with the blocks. But, I mean, 
you have obviously seen a video of me weighing out a bunch of Sonic food. I don't always do it. So I look like 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 a, a fool to others. And we're not always going to get it right. But we also need to yeah. keep that in mind, too, that when we're telling people to do things or we're giving them that advice, we also need to make sure that we're following. And, I, and I'm the worst at it, guys. I'll tell, my, I'll tell everyone listening. I'm the worst. I usually know exactly what I would tell someone else in a situation, and I don't do it. Like, I could coach someone through all the financial problems in the world, but I don't – I can't do it myself. And I really need this verse to remind me also on the other aspect of keeping my, my body in subjection and to not just beat aimlessly in the air like some idiot doing nothing. So it, this verse has so much for me, uh, just overall. It, I, I just I always have to keep this in mind. Like I said, it's one of my favorites because I love athletics. I love sports. I hate running, but I do it. And we just need to know that all these things, we look at professional sports, think about the money and the effort that goes into be an NFL athlete or a Major League Baseball or any major sport. So they they dedicate their whole lives to that for a perishable trophy. And Paul is saying we do it for imperishable. Like our reward is never going to fade. Our trophy with, with God in the kingdom of heaven is never going to fade. It's not going to go to another team. No one's going to come along and upset us and take it from us. It's imperishable. But yet we put so much effort into maxing out a list or winning a trophy at, at some sport that we might be doing or a competition or beating someone at something. And Paul is saying all that's for, for an a perishable wreath. You know, at this time there were fancy little Olympic wreaths. We do it for something imperishable. Uh, and let's just try to put that same effort that we put into to these things in, in for God. That's really what's been on my heart a lot lately is I do a lot of things wholeheartedly, and sometimes I put God on the back burner. But I say that I'm, I'm, I'm in and I'm dedicated and I love God, but yet I'll put more effort into getting a, a great time at a CrossFit workout, but yet I won't put that same fervent effort into, you know, killing my devotion for the day. I'll just kind of open my Bible in the morning, read through, and be like, yep, got it. Or what if I put that same effort into that? Um, so like I said, man, this verse has so much for me, man. Yeah, I think that uh, one of the things that I'd like to talk about this verse, right, that maybe we haven't hit on yet, one of the important parts of this verse is, um, you know, Paul telling us that we need to Practice self-discipline in everything that we do. You know, so he's talking about this, the reason why we need to practice self-discipline. So he talks about, no, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that I'm not, so that after I have preached others, I, I myself will not be disqualified, disqualified for the person, for the prize. Sorry, I started a little bit there. Um, guys, self-discipline is so important and you need to have that. That also takes some humility because one of the things that we hate is to admit that we're wrong. But being a self-disciplined Christian, we have to be able to look at our mistakes and say, okay, that was a mistake. Not just to ourselves, but also to others. So make sure that you're being self-disciplined. Self-disciplined always means, also means that we take the time to put our effort into what we believe. 
So if we believe that God is uh, is the creator of everything and that he is our almighty savior and uh, sovereign Lord, that means we need to take the time to get to know him. We need to be self-disciplined. So every day we need to be in his word. Every day we need to be talking about him. Every time that we get a compliment, we need to push that back towards God. And I'm guilty of that uh, myself that I don't always do that. But be self-disciplined. Um, I think that's another thing that Paul talks about here that's really important is that self-disciplining of your body and your mind, right? Um, me and Aaron are both into fitness, and it's for a lot of different reasons. But one of the reasons that I'm into fitness is because I know that God requires me to be to be healthy and the best version of me so that I can push further than anybody else when I'm trying to preach the gospel and show people how to live. I can show them for longer and for longer amounts of time. And so these are all things that go into being self-disciplined. <clears throat> so, yeah, so for me, self-discipline lately has been, like I said, in my efforts, in my relationship. Um, so something, like when I say I, I'm really good at giving some advice but not taking it, something I learned a long time ago was, you know, the, the cliche that love is an action, and it's it's a choice. So I have to choose to love the people in my life. I may not always feel that love for them because our feelings are, are fleeting. We know that. Feelings can come and go. But love is, is an, it's an action thing. And I have to choose that every day. I have to choose to love the people in my life even when they're unlovable. Um, I have people in my life that are unlovable at times and I, I still have to choose to love them. And if something's important to me as in a relationship, then I have to choose to put that person um, before me at times, you know, never before God, but sometimes it has to be what, what they want and what they need. Um, so that's definitely a big self-discipline of mine. Uh, and that starts, like you said, mentally. I have to mentally do that because mentally I, I'm selfish and I want to do what I want to do. And and that's really the root of most sin is that selfishness and that pride. And we have to be very careful to guard against that and to remember that we're we're in this and sometimes it's 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 choice we like to say that it's not we like to say that it's some urge or overwhelming desire that we just couldn't say no to but reality a lot of times it's choice i i know in you know a, a little disclaimer personally I, I struggle a lot with lust at times so if i watch a whole lot of shows with that are you know questionable shows I find myself lusting more, and then I sometimes like, oh well, obviously I'm just messed up, or well, it's just it's just me. I can't deal with it. But no, I, I made the choice to put those things in my life. If, if I'm constantly around drinking, and then have a drink, like oh well, I, I couldn't control it. I made the choice to put myself in those situations. So it becomes the, the self-discipline of the day-to-day -day choices, also. Yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, I think it's so important. So, guys, we're talking about – so the first major point and something that's really cool, I never thought about this way, is teamwork, guys. So think about the running the race as teamwork, helping others, trying to make them the best version of them so that they can win the race while also trying to make the best version of you so that you can win the race because we all win if one of us wins, right, sharing each other's victories. And so we do that by not putting people down, by building people up, by loving people regardless. Uh, and the second point would be 
uh, self-discipline. Aaron talks about it mentally, right? Making those choices, allowing, knowing what you're allowing into your body, whether that be what you're listening to, what you're watching, what you're doing, the groups of people you're hanging around, right? And also physically, guys, um, so I think a lot of people stray away from this because they're afraid to offend people. But, guys, God wants us to be healthy. I'm not saying that everybody has to be skinny, and I'm not saying that everybody has to eat 100% right. But God wants you to be healthy because it allows your body to go further in the fight for God. And that's what it is. It's a fight. It's a battle. We're fighting against uh, the devil on a daily basis, right? And so be self-disciplined mentally and be self-disciplined physically so that we can we can do the best we can do for God. And those are those are what we want you guys to walk out with this verse. Aaron, hey, I really appreciate you bringing this and bringing a fresh perspective because I've read this verse a lot of times. And I never thought teamwork. So now I'll always think teamwork when I read that verse. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. It was a long road to get there, but hey, man. <clears throat> Sometimes we find cool stuff. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, Aaron, go ahead and pray us out. All right. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this evening. We thank you for this time. We thank you for for your word. We thank you that your word can speak to us in so many different ways. We thank you for all the great things you're doing in our life, uh, for our friends, for our family. Uh, I just thank you for our friendship. I, I thank you that we've come this far from where we were. I, I just thank you for bringing us here. I continue to, to lift up uh, our nation, continue to lift up our brothers that are still dealing with sickness. I just continue to lead and guide and direct us and use us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.